Well, that didn't work. I tried to do some intro music that I've written on my SoundCloud. This is the Middle Chord Church. Thanks for tuning in. Um, had a good old wasted 15 minutes trying to put some intro music that I wrote onto my podcast, but uh, that was a doozy. Um, let's get let's 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 open up in some prayer. Uh, thank you, God. For allowing me to do a podcast. Thank you, God, for what you're going to do through this podcast. I just, uh, I pray that you speak through me. And uh, I don't know what I'm doing here, but you know what you're doing, God. And I just uh, pray that whatever it is, you just help me be a guiding light. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, uh, man, I, I, I like. What 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 are we doing? So I don't know. We're we're the metalcore church. We are picking up uh, lost people. People who have been uh, treated unfairly by by churches and have basically you know found their own way in the faith by uh, you know reading a scripture or two or or you know just believing but not being connected to any fellowship or family or church or Bible study or anything like that. You just sort of do good on your own. You know, the 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 this this uh the Metalcore Church is, is not a religious establishment. Well not yet anyway, but if we get enough people that wanna come together and uh make that a reality, make uh, a heavy metal church it's not like there aren't already heavy metal churches. There's quite a few, but they're exactly what that says: metal, uh, metal churches where they they play like Metallica and you know just rock. For the metalcore church, it's a little different because a lot of the people in the metalcore scene, uh, we have completely separated ourselves from the church entirely. Like if you were to go. To any church here in Bakersfield, you probably wouldn't find uh, somebody who listens to metalcore music, just because the way the 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 mind works in the in the environment, especially for me. That's why I think having a Sunday service and having people sit for an hour while I talk to them is kind of uh, how do you say uh, unhealthy for your body, and and the way that. I would rather have people come would be to like come meet together at the church and hey uh, I'm going to send a few of you to go and and invite all the homeless people in the area to come over here. You know, it's more more action than 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 just putting some guy like myself or a pastor or or a leader and and have you guys all He's holier than thou. That's why he's up there. That's why he's preaching. No, um, we want the environment to be completely different and a lot more. We're, we're going to do things differently. We're going to change the way people view Christianity instead of show up for an hour and then leave and then go right back to your daily life where you just you don't connect with anybody except like an hour facade of I'm I'm a Christian and that's why I'm I'm in church but Christianity is so much more than showing up for an hour on a Sunday or a Wednesday service it's it's fellowship 
and and I can go to a Sunday or Wednesday service and not fellowship with anybody for years. You could just not you could just show up, sit in the back, listen to the message and dip as soon as the message is over and don't speak to nobody. Don't connect with anybody, don't network with anybody just completely. And 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 then, you know, when you finally do make the decision to network or connect with somebody, it's like super sour like it's almost like I don't really have time to connect with you on a personal level, but uh, thanks for connecting with me. See you later. And I think that's like complete false Christianity. Like the whole point of being a Christian is like when you accept and believe, then you become like a part of something like you, you, you know. But for us here at the Middle Court Church, it's like if you, if you believe in Jesus and you like crazy music and you're kind of, I don't know, what's the word? It's not like ADD, but it sort of is ADD. It's like you just, you go and do things hard and, and you're hardcore and, you know, you probably smoke weed or smoke cigarettes. A lot of the people that I grew up with, they just smoke cigarettes. It's just a thing. And that's, you know, that's another thing because the regular church campuses, they don't, you're, you're already got a stigma because you smoke cigarettes. You're completely like, there's a huge gap. I mean, a massive huge gap. Like, even if you got saved and quit smoking cigarettes, like, you wouldn't even, it would take a, a good seven to ten years before you finally get the, you know, the, oh, I quit, I gave my life to the Lord, I quit smoking cigarettes, but you still, there's always that, that stigma that lives with you on campus. And I just want there to be a different environment with us. Like you can smoke cigarettes and be a Christian. We need cigarette smoking Christians to reach other people who smoke cigarettes, who need to hear what the gospel says. And we're just rounding up just radical people um, that want to do good and that want to be different and that want to stand out from that. Um, want you to feel welcome man a lot of churches you just aren't welcome and they're nice they're nice about it it could be nice and unwelcoming in a nice way but they're not exactly welcoming and nice you get what i'm saying there's there's just this huge gap and we got to close that gap somehow we got to make a home for people who just don't feel welcome in churches and uh when you come and, and I don't want to, like, enable people to continue in whatever kind of shenanigans they're in. We, we live in Bakersfield here, so a lot of the people are have this tweaker mentality that anytime you give a handout, they just take it and run with it and abuse and abuse it and abuse it and abuse it um, until it's completely gone. You can't even use a restroom. I mean, even before COVID, you can't even use a restroom at any gas station in oil though, because they've just abused their bathroom privileges in that side of town so much that you just can't even, you, I mean, you're just a regular customer and you just need to use the restroom. You can't because it, it's been, a, the bathroom privileges have been abused so much there. It's actually kind of funny, but there's this mentality here. We call it the tweaker mentality. And, uh, it's just, uh, a bad where I, I try to can I try to con you in any way I can to get you to feel sorry for me and then to like manipulate you into getting money 
and we call it this grimester way of life. You're just living grimy. You just rob everybody you know. And no matter what kind of good, honest, uh, God Christian movement you're involved in, they just they just want to take, and they and they don't want to be involved, and they don't want to get involved. I, I even have some friends like that, where I've uh, I've wanted to get them, you know, to understand like, hey, I. I live a different life now. I gave my life to Christ. I'm very blessed. I have, I have a lot of, of blessings in my life. And, and look, I got extra money. If you need help, man, here, let me, let me bless you. You know, you're, you're, you're in a hard time and I would hook them up and they, and they would, you know, stay in as long as I was helping them out, but they didn't want to have nothing to do with God. They were just completely shut down and shut off by all things Christian, all things related to the Bible, anything like that. And it was like, yo, like, hey, like, you know, I'm, I'd really like for you to, like, reconsider. Like, I want to continue to help you. I want you to, to, to join me in, in helping others to become a part of what I'm doing. What I want to do is want to, I want to make a home for people who don't feel at home. And, uh, they would just, well, I'm not, I'm not a Christian. I don't, want to be a Christian. I don't want to deal with my addictions. I want to keep drinking and sleeping around and, and living the way that I want to live. And I'm like, Hey man, but there's a better life. You know, there's a better life. There's a better way. Like, like I got clean and, 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 and I almost lost my life in that lifestyle. And, and I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. Cause I consider you a friend outside of the faith. And, uh, you know, some people just don't want anything to do with God. They just, Maybe it's maybe it's a conviction thing. Maybe they're not ready to deal with it until it becomes a health issue in their life. And then as soon as you know the doctor tells them, "Hey, uh, your liver's failing," then all of a sudden, "Hey, Joey, you know you think you can you you can pray for me?" The doctor says, uh, "My liver is failing because I've been drinking too much." And uh, and I'm like, I I almost want to say, you know, bro, you I I tried to warn you, I tried to help you, but um, you know my my family here wouldn't appreciate that they want me to continue to pray for them regardless of their rejection of the gospel in all aspects but we want to be loving man i just feel like there's more there's a lot more to being a christian than this goofy exclusive stuck up portion man there is a real god and and his son jesus died on the cross, I know I'm speaking this right at Easter, but he sent his son to die for us, and this is a lot why I like to focus on the book of Acts, because in Acts is what happened right after Jesus resurrected, and a lot of thing, a lot of people like to say, you know, when Jesus ascended, none of those miracles happened after Jesus ascended, but then there was Paul, and Paul was like the metal core leader man he was like murdering christians riding on a horse in full roman armor and he had a he had a a a scroll man it was signed by like the leader and and he had permission from the government to kill anybody who was following jesus who was following they called it the way and 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 he was serious about it man he was riding in he was on the road to damascus man he was going he was horse riding he had soldiers with him and they were going to hurt the Christians. And, you know, Jesus showed up and was like, Paul went blind. Just riding on his horse, he goes blind one day. And Jesus is like, hey, why are you persecuting me? 
why are you coming against me? And, and, and Paul is like, who are you? Who are you? And he is like, I am Jesus, the one whom you are persecuting. And, you know, Paul met the believers and, and gave his life to Jesus. But he didn't just give his life. He gave, like, like I would have called it at a certain point. You know, I can get beat up so many times before I'm like, look, man, I can't do it no more. But he took it to the death, man. They beat him. They whipped him 39 minus 1 more than once. They, they, he was shipwrecked. He was, he, they tried to kill him. Uh, they stoned him. And he just kept on preaching the gospel. But they were taking the gospel city to city. And some people would reject it. And they would get violent. And that's a huge, you know, the, the whole idea of people getting violent with Christianity is, is not new. It might be new in the next couple of years when, when they start really fighting against um, Christians and the Bible and, and the legalities of having church services that include um, scriptures in the Bible. They're, they're pretty much on the verge of getting ready to ban the Bible because of its calling it hate speech because of it's um, calling homosexuality a sin. So I do think that it is it is going to get quite hostile in as time progresses because they're just uh, pushing the LGBT agenda more and more every year. And it's going to eventually escalate to where if you're a Christian, you are like a threat to... Um, the LGBTQ agenda. I mean, it, it, when I was in high school, it was it wasn't even a deal. There was, I had gay and lesbian friends, and and we all hung out peacefully, and there was never an issue. But now I don't know. It's like becoming more of an issue, and it's not like we're doing anything to antagonize the 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 violence towards us, but. It's just, it's just constantly, constantly, constantly um, getting uh, hammered. Christianity is just getting uh, hammered by the LGBT community because a lot of them um, went into politics and uh, have pushed a lot of money into politics to get their way in, get their their laws passed, their lobbying and and just doing a lot with a lot more money. While Christianity is just being Christianity and just being faithful to God and not pushing our agenda into the limelight. We're not trying to push for more laws, but we probably should be now that our enemies are working day and night fighting against our freedoms and and our religious freedoms, and then some evil stuff going on behind the scenes about getting rid of the part of the brain that allows religious zealousness. I don't know. Just a rumor. Um, but I really feel like uh, I want you to know that you're welcome. And, uh, you know, even if Christians reject you, like God has not rejected you. God is always hoping for the best for you. And I think we miss, a lot of people misjudge um, God's character. 
Um, one of the things that gets misjudged is the Bible. They're like, well, how can the Bible be true with all these different versions? They're, they're all mixed and disconstrued, and it's not, it's not truth because they're, they've messed up the word. Now, I've read the Bible in like six different versions, cover to cover, and uh, I assure you that the message is the same. Just the wording is different, but the message is the same. But one of the things that I, I've been talking about doing that I want to do is actually take like six to ten different versions of the Bible and puzzle piece together all the verses. Like I'll take one verse from the NLT, one verse from the NIV. If I feel like the verse needs to come from the King James Version, slap that in there. So... I'll grab the the entirety of the gospel message and I'll put together all the verses that matter the most from each version. Like some verses, they you just need to have them um, from like the NLT. It's just basic English and sometimes you just need to be able to understand the verse from the NLT. And then some verses you need, you know, like... Uh, a lot of the verses I've memorized are from the NIV. But if you take all of the main verses and compile them into a Bible with like 10 different versions of the Bible, you can't, we can rebuttal saying we have, you know, a Bible with all the versions combined. And this is the one that we approve of. This is the version of the Bible that we approve of. And, uh, it would, it would be this the same from reading any one Bible, but you would have like the best verses from that version of the Bible and the best versions from the other Bibles. It would probably end up being a big Bible because those message, if we ever, if we did use the message Bible, they always seem to come out twice or three times as long as, as the other verses. So we are uh, collecting donations. I don't know if that's even legal, but uh, I will. As soon as I get the money, we will put the 501c3 in motion. Um, there, I was looking, I'm on the website now, I was just looking at some of the things I wrote where, you know, a lot of these churches are supposed to be, you know, helping people. And uh, they just, they really don't help people. Uh, oh, okay, so like, for us, we'd be the only place where loitering is legal. And if you stick around long enough, maybe you'll hear something that turns your heart back towards God. Another thing here, with the Metal Cord Church, we are the only church with a double bass pedal. I mean, I've seen a double bass pedal at a couple other churches but I've never heard it used during worship. Which is, it's weird, right? So, we are just, we are a church that is a venue for Christian metalcore bands and a home for radical Christianity. Partner with us as we innovate new ways to get on the tour list for touring bands. Draw your sword with us to combat the spirit of atheism that was fueled by rejection from the Christian church. 
we are a radical Christianity at its finest. We would be the people laying down our lives for, for the gospel. Our mission statement is that we're uniting the martyrs. Yeah, let me look around and see what else we got here. Gee, I got a, the, when you go to the website, the website is the metalcorechurch.org. There's a, a huge header right here. So I'll help you understand the, this this giant header here. So one of the things we do here at the Metal Court Church is we care about your health. We want to get you eating differently, cleaning out those lungs. We want to get you some gym clothes and a gym bag and get you back on track with caring about your lung health and your actual health and uh, want you to start being active again. And uh, I feel like if we adopt that corporately, that we will have less health problems in, in our body than, than a lot of these other churches. Um, I know they, they sort of um, say it from behind the pulpit a lot of the times, but the way that they address it is uh, it's kind of exclusive. Because, I mean, they, they, they do like... A running team so if you if you run 10 miles you know you can jo you can join <laughs> but at the at the metal court church we will have uh, health and fitness for all body types and uh, we'll get you uh, motivated we'll get you with a group of people and you don't have to talk while you exercise you guys can all headphone out if you need to and uh, just make it available so I have on the home page here the gym clothes and health and fitness so we have a concert coming up so you'll see um, there is we have the events when you click on events I haven't connected the events yet for us. Shows. Under shows, we have one show coming up on the 24th. Um, if you guys want to go and check out Living Sacrifice and Life in Your Way, that's uh, Saturday, September 25th. Man, and I am definitely thinking about going to that one because I am a big fan of Life in Your Way. They're not really metalcore, but Living Sacrifice is like... They are like a pinnacle for Christian metalcore. They were pretty much there before. And He is Legend is going to be there. Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome. Fit for a King, Under Oath, Taking Back Sunday, and Kill Switch Engage. Friday, September 24th. 2021 and it's a three-day event so it goes till sunday september 26th 5 30. so we also do celebrate recovery you know one of the things we want to we want to emphasize here is that uh if you're just coming out of addiction i dealt with it i i started dealing with my addiction to met to meth in 2005 and I barely got control in 2016 
of my addiction. And uh, it's just, you know, one day I thought it was cool. I, I had been clean like three years and I got some money that people didn't know about. And I thought, you know what, maybe I could just get high. I'll get a hotel room. I can get high for a couple of days, come down and then go back to normal like nothing ever happened. And I did and I got high. And by the time I come come down off the dope I did on that one night, I was sitting in the courtroom looking at 15 years. And by the grace of God, I got out from under it. By the grace of God, I got out from under it. But I'm telling you, man, not even once, man. It just isn't worth it. Especially if you've been in addiction and then you got clean and then you go back to the addiction. Every time that you go back, there is more demonic influence. There, there, every The demon comes back that you used to mess with. He leaves and then he comes back with seven more friends. So it, you get in trouble a lot faster than. It's just not worth it, man. It's not worth your life because there's no guarantee that you'll ever make it back if you go back into that life. Let me encourage you, man. Getting clean is the best thing. No one might ever accept you back into their life because of all the damage we've done in our addiction. But let me tell you, man, it's good to be clean for yourself. Because you keep you stay alive and keep doing good and and God makes everything else just seem to work, man. And I want you to know that if you don't got no family members that support you, you don't got no church body that supports you, I just want to let you know that the Middle Court Church, we support you and we got you. And we got a we got we got we'll lead you to the places that will get you That'll help you on your on your road to recovery and getting getting back into life, man. Um, I'm involved in the Celebrate Recovery program. I am personally going through the twelve steps right now, so that I can uh, be a sponsor in a, in about a year from last week. So if I can finish the year, then uh, I can be a sponsor for new people coming into the program, the twelve step program through Celebrate Recovery. Uh, Bakersfield, California, First Assembly. Um, we're down on, uh, it's like California and Mohawk. Man, it's a good group of people. Everybody is serious about about staying clean and getting the tools that we need to, to continue staying clean. And uh, the Metal Court Church is just a, is a, is a place we're not going to, we're not going to make you feel unwelcome. You know, a lot of people are going to, tell you that you got to be perfect man and i know the main campus is big on it they they want to tell you to live perfect stop watching porn and uh you know stop doing drugs stop smoking cigarettes but the bible talks about that they won't they'll tell you how to live but they won't lift a finger to help you live and the finger that they did lift was like not even any help at all man and so I went on this journey to figure out, you know, how to get your sexual activity under control. And I'm pretty sure that um, it's a four-day fast from food, only water, because your stomach is out of control. You, you, you spend, you know, unlimited amounts of money on food whenever you're hungry. You eat whatever you want. And... Um, you, you withhold no amount of money for for your stomach and it's like worshiping the stomach so when you 
when you, you know, if your stomach wants sex, then you, you, you run to that. If your stomach wants food, you run to that. If your stomach wants soda, then you run to that. But what it is, is we have to get our stomach under control and it's definitely difficult. And I wouldn't want anybody to go through that on their own, especially me, because you'd need, you know, we're not going to have somebody die if you're, you're not prepared for a four day fast. And that's another thing you need to prepare for the four day fast by doing like a one day fast once a week, you know, and then, and then when you're, when you're, when you're okay doing it, you, you kind of get how it feels to do one day fast or even a one meal fast. Shoot. Uh, I'll cry over missing breakfast. But when you finally get to that point, then you move up like after a month of doing a day fast or two months of doing a day fast, then you move up to like a two day fast. And then you, you kind of let your body adjust to that like a couple of times and then you move up to a three day fast. But I wouldn't recommend, and, and, and you need to stay plugged into prayer when you're doing when you're trying to get through that. But that's a top of the line. We really want people who who don't have anything under control. If 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 you are pushing into the regular church, we want you to be at the main campus. If you don't agree with anything we do here, if you think that that heavy metal music is is of the devil, and um, I don't know. Magic the Gathering and uh, role-playing games are of the devil and and you just think that we're of the devil, then uh, let me encourage you that there are a lot of good churches in town. First Press, um, downtown Bakersfield, that we have Valley Bible Fellowship, Valley Baptist, Canyon Hills. They're all wonderful churches for you to get plugged in with a regular church family. But if you just don't fit well with a with a Christian church and you just have never felt like you belong in that environment. Maybe you belong with us. Um, we have, you know, we just, we mosh and sometimes we punch each other in the face cause we disagree. And, uh, the church would make you feel like you're, com- that's it. You know, if you punch somebody in the face, you're done. You're done in the Christian faith. You're out. And, I, we get it, you know, you guys, we, 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 we sometimes gotta, gotta punch it out in the, in the parking lot. We don't encourage it that that happens, but we know it does. And, uh, we're not about to throw you out on the street and tell you that you can't be a Christian because you get angry. Uh, we get, a lot of us get angry. Uh, a lot of us didn't grow up in a loving Christian home. And some of us did, you know, maybe, you rebelled against that and you grew up in that household, but we want you, you know, we want to make it, I'm trying to build an environment for people, just skeptics, man, that aren't, that aren't real. And the one thing we want to do is be real. A lot of churches aren't real. They, they hide a lot of the shady stuff that they do do. And, uh, This uh, this is slowly going. See, I put DIY projects because Jesus is a carpenter, and uh, I think that one of the things that you'll probably be good at is being a carpenter. If you want to get into the carpenters union, that is available to you. Um, I'm just um, praying that God will lead me to what he he wants us to do next. I keep trying to 
force a, a Taco Bell outreach down in, it's like the the bridge before over on Nudson. I've been wanting to do a little outreach down there, but I don't think any of the guys would really want to come to terms with Christianity and get plugged in. So what we want to do is uh, we want to make a just an environment that's healthy for people who don't feel like they would ever be welcome in a church environment. And uh, that's what we do here. Thanks for tuning into the Metal Court Church podcast. Uh, continue and uh, I'll keep reaching out and seeing if we can get you guys into the mix. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.